1: Good afternoon, New York, and the rest of our listeners around the globe. My name is June Steuer, and I'm the host of The Organic View Radio Show. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Zoom, and you can also visit our website at www.theorganicview.com. If you'd like to be on the show or would like to find out about sponsorship opportunities, please contact us at questions at theorganicview.com. Today's show is sponsored by Eden Foods, the most trusted name in certified organic clean food. When you shop online at EdenFoods.com, enter the coupon code ORGVIEW to receive 20% off any regularly priced items, excluding cases. For other promotional offers, please visit the website. And don't forget to check out our contest section. On today's show, Amy Van Sun from the Center for Food Safety is going to talk about the decision rendered regarding the lawsuit against EPA concerning neonicotinoid-coated seeds. So I'd like to welcome back to the show Amy Van Son. Amy, thank you for coming back.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: This lawsuit is just preposterous. Could you share with the listeners a little bit about the history of the suit and what the decision was?
0: Sure. So a Center for Food Safety representing a few individual and a trade uh, group for national beekeepers, as well as some farmers and other environmental organizations, we sued the EPA because it has this exemption or loophole for crop seeds such as corn and soy that are coated with neonicotinoids, uh, which are pesticides, insecticides specifically, that are known to kill and hurt honeybees and other pollinators, as well as birds and fish other, and other wildlife. And EPA exempts these seeds from regulation as pesticides, allowing their use, uh, basically unchecked use, uh, across 150 million acres uh, across the country. It's the biggest, represents the largest use of this type of insecticide in the nation, but it's still not regulated and uh, doesn't have enforceable labels on the bags of the seed to tell farmers and other users how to properly and safely use it so they can avoid harms to pollinators. So uh, we brought this case in January, and we just on Monday evening got a ruling from the court uh, where unfortunately the judge ruled against beekeepers and the public at large uh, in saying that we didn't have uh, the ability to challenge EPA's uh, exemption because EPA didn't take a a definite enough or final enough agency action. And so it was uh, decided on an administrative law basis, a procedural type basis, and not uh, at all on the fundamental question of whether these seeds are really harming honeybees or whether they should be regulated or not.
1: There are so many papers that have been published by some of the top scientists in the world in regards to the impact that neonicotinoids make not only on honeybees, but on pollinators in general. And this is just preposterous. It's, it's such a poor example for America. Especially since Europe seems to be way ahead of the game.
0: That's right. Uh, the science is, you know, more and more clear that neonicotinoids are are very harmful to pollinators like honeybees, but also. To other species, and they are getting into our, our water systems. Um, recent studies have shown neonicotinoid contamination in water bodies across the country, where it can then hurt aquatic, you know, animal invertebrates, and they're sort of the basis of the food chains, and now you're, you can be taking away the food source for a whole host of other species, including endangered and threatened species. So uh, the harms from these pesticides generally and these seeds uh, specifically are, are not... Uh, with, there's no question in terms of the science, and the thing about this case that 's important to remember is that the judge didn't make any decision as to whether or not you know the seed the seed coatings are harmful and whether or not um, under the pesticide regulation statute uh, FIFRA EPA would have a duty to regulate them we didn't actually ever get to that question because EPA um, didn't want to get to the merits and challenged our case on the basis of uh, that they didn't have um, this policy be definite enough now EPA has never required registration of these seeds, and so you know from in practice it's clear that they are exempting them, but they've never said it clearly enough in a rule or um, you know some other kind of agency statement that we would uh, that the judge thought was you know would be a challengeable in court and so in a federal court you can only challenge certain uh, agency actions and so that's the really unfortunate thing is we got kicked out before we were ever able to reach that question um, and uh... we were also uh... somewhat hamstrung from really bringing our proving our case because epa withheld public documents uh... from the record and only produced a very small amount of documents to us only two hundred pages worth of documents which uh... is very very minimal and we tried to get more documents and more you know evidence to try to prove our case and the court um, only Required EPA to submit submit these materials to the court itself, and we never got to see them. And so EPA has been, um, you know, trying to block these efforts. And that's what's really disturbing and and sad about this case is because EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, they're supposed to be protecting uh, the environment, humans, and uh, you know, and our nation's pollinators from uh, pesticides that are too dangerous to be on the market. Uh, or to be on the market in the form they're in, and they're really dropping the ball.
1: I'm just curious, do you have any idea how much money neonicotinoid pesticides generates for industry?
0: I do not off the top of my head, but I am sure it is many millions of dollars because the uh, industry interveners themselves talked about the millions of dollars they've spent on just research uh, and development to bring these products to market. So, I mean, they have a huge stake in this. It's probably billions, but uh, I don't know when, the number.
1: Whenever you're talking about billions of dollars, of course you're gonna have a lot of difficulty getting anywhere. And it's interesting. I, I just wanna read this comment. Apparently the judge stated in his conclusion, quote, The court is most sympathetic to the plight of our bee population and beekeepers. Perhaps EPA should have done more to protect them, but such policy decisions are for the agency to make. Well, the judge does drink the same water that the honeybees do, so that's, that, that's really sad.
0: It's true, and I think that that quote really emphasizes, again, that the judge didn't decide anything as to whether these pesticides are harmful, and I think that the, even the paltry record we had in this case, and the presence of beekeepers uh, who lost, um, in one instance, eight hundred thousand uh, dollars of damages to their bees from just one year of toxic neonic you know dust off from planting of these coated seeds. The harm is clear. Um, the court was just bound uh, in its opinion by uh, the certain uh, you know thresholds of administrative law and saying that you know basically EPA is doing this, but it wasn't clear enough about what it's doing and therefore I can't review it and I think that's a cop-out I mean I think we had obviously we brought the case we thought we had good arguments um but uh we certainly are going to keep fighting and keep trying to get at that question and what EPA has done here and really try to get review of it or try to get EPA to change its mind and of course in the coming four years uh, we do expect things to become more difficult in doing that so we will have to be more creative and fight even harder
1: EPA is never going to cooperate, even though their job, as you stated just a few minutes ago, their job is to protect the environment. Their job is to protect us. They're not doing that. And for beekeeper, the beekeeper that you mentioned, Brett Addy, from what I understand, he owns the biggest beekeeping operation in America. That's right. $800,000 is quite a dent for somebody like him even though he has the largest operation people don't understand how expensive it is to maintain a beekeeping operation they're going above and beyond just to sustain themselves we're not talking about making a profit we're talking about just keeping that operation afloat and the fact that industry is finding new ways to get around all the loopholes or all the obstacles is ridiculous and this clearly demonstrates that epa is more concerned about industry than they are with doing their job. Amy, thank you so much for all of the work that you do, as well as all the folks at the Center for Food Safety. The work that you do is tremendous. And once again, as you said, it's not going to be an easy fight, but you're going to still keep on fighting. And I I thank you for everything that you're doing. And I sincerely hope that you continue to share with the listeners all of your efforts, because it's something that people need to hear. And, folks, please, this holiday season, when you're thinking about supporting a nonprofit organization, support folks like Amy by going to the Center for Food Safety's website and making a donation. Amy, thank you so much, and have a very happy Thanksgiving. In light of all of this, I know that you will prevail.
0: Thank you. It's, uh, we lost the battle but not the war. Thank you, June.
1: You're very welcome. And, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been June Steuer with the Organic View Radio Show. Have a happy and healthy Thanksgiving.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.